0: Welcome to Goop Tales, episode 57, Worry Willy and the Split Apple Rock. I'm Maria Calanchini, and I'm the author of Goop Tales. So it has been a while. I admit it did take me a while to get Worry Willy done, but he's done, so that's the good news. And I have lots of other good news too. I promise that by the time I released this podcast, that a new website would be coming. So there is a brand new website for Goop Tales and it has some really exciting features on there. It has the ability for you to vote on which Goop you'd like to hear a story about next. It has the ability for you to send in a Goop name and idea and get it voted on as well. And it has a map, so a map of the entire world Including Goop World, where you can click on somewhere in the world that you want to hear a story about and see what Goop has gone there. So, I want to thank Tanya, my web developer, for helping me do this because she's just done an amazing job and worked so hard behind the scenes. So, thank you, Tanya. And I hope that after listening to this story, you'll all go over to gooptails.com and check out the new website. In the meanwhile, I've been reading your reviews on iTunes. Thank you so much for those of you who left them. And I know a couple of you who said, when are you going to do the next one? Well, here it is. And as usual, I'm going to try to promise or I'm not going to promise, but I'm going to try to make these faster. I just have to go with where life takes me. And in this scoop tale, you're going to hear a little friend of mine. Her name is Maya and she's nine years old and she is going to voice Perfecta. Which will be the next scoop tail? She's going to voice Perfecta and the voice of. Which one is she? Lumi. Lumi the Glowworm. So listen for Maya. She does a great job doing a voiceover. Let's see, is there anything else? The new website, our guest, Maya. So, okay, a couple things about Split Apple Rock. Split Apple Rock. Is actually a real boulder that's split in two in New Zealand. And I got inspired for the story of Worry Willie by a boulder that was split in two because a lot of people use rocks or stones to rub when they're worried. So in this story, you're going to find out why Split Apple Rock was split in two. And you're also going to be introduced to the incredible glowworm caves in New Zealand, which are just luminescent, for lack of a better word. They are gorgeous and just lit up naturally by glowworms. So go look those up if you haven't seen them yet. And I'll put a picture on Instagram. And I will see you on the other side of Worry Willy and the Split Apple Rock. Worry Willy was so very sweet, he would never ever cheat. He always listened very well, but a lie he would never tell. But if he had a thought with fear, his worried mind went into high gear. Chapter 1 Once upon a time, there was a very considerate little goop boy named Worry Willie. Worry Willie was always putting others before himself. He was a superb listener, and he picked up on everything. Whenever he was with his goop friends, he would remember every tiny detail they told him, including their wishes. Worry Willie always wanted to make the wishes of his friends come to life. When Pie Jam expressed his desire for strawberry pie— Worry Willy would make him the most delectable strawberry pie in the history of pies. When I lost him, said he lost his most prized possession, his antique airplane. Worry Willy searched until he found it. And when Very Vane broke her favorite mirror, Worry Willy picked it up and glued it back together again. He loved to please his friends. The only time that Worry Willy wasn't serving everyone else was when he was worrying, which, unfortunately, was rather often. Worry Willy was known to worry over the tiniest things. Sometimes he worried if the rain would ever stop, and he would stare at the sky begging it to stop dumping water because he was worried that Goop World would wash away He worried when he heard Won'ty and Why saying, I won't! And, Why not? Because he thought they would never stop and he would have to listen to them forever. He worried when Nibeline came over that she would eat all of his favorite sprinkled donuts. The problem was that once Worry Willie started worrying about something, it was very hard for him to stop. His brain would race. His heart rate would pick up. He would breathe harder and harder, and he would sweat. Overall, a very uncomfortable experience that took quite some time to go away. He would pick up his favorite blue blanket, named Blue, and snuggle into it and worry, worry, worry. He dragged Blue everywhere he went. One very stormy day, Worry Willie woke up and looked at the rain. He was starting to get worried when he heard a bang on the door. It was Perfecta who burst into his house, shouting,
1: There is a perfect rainbow at the edge of the rain clouds, and you must see it! Worry Willie
0: immediately stopped his oncoming, worrisome thoughts and followed Perfecta outside, to catch a glimpse of the perfect rainbow. The two of them popped open Worry Willy's giant red umbrella and set off.
1: I know it's this way, come on, exclaimed Perfecta
0: as she headed in the direction of the gray clouds looming in the sky. Worry Willy carefully rolled blue into a giant ball and carried him so he wouldn't touch the muddy ground. As they walked along, Perfecta kept glancing out from under the umbrella in search of the rainbow.
1: No, not yet. I'm not sure where it is. I thought it was over here,
0: she said as they went up a small hill. As Worry Willy plodded along behind her, he could feel a familiar feeling of worry start to creep over him. It started in his toes and climbed up through his entire body until it covered him. Once he was covered in worry, Worry Willy could think of nothing else. Perfecta, I I don't think we're going to find your perfect rainbow. I think you've lost it forever, he said.
1: No, I will find it. I never give up until everything is perfect,
0: Perfecta shot back.
1: But we haven't seen a sign
0: yet. I'm afraid, Perfecta, that the perfect rainbow may have disappeared. Worry Willy sighed. Perfecta could feel herself growing irritated. She didn't like it that Worry Willie was worrying about the possibility of her rainbow disappearing. In Perfecta's world, everything was perfect and a rainbow would not disappear, especially a flawless one. Worry Willy looked up into the gray sky and held on tighter to blue. There was an endless stream of grey rain clouds in the sky, and still no rainbow. A tiny bead of sweat dripped from Worry Willy's forehead he was so worried. It landed on Perfecta's hand. She turned and looked at Worry Willy with concern.
1: You are worrying far too much. It's just a rainbow, and I will find it. I promise. Like I said... I never give up until everything is
0: perfect. You don't need to worry. Then she turned and looked up at the sky, and there was the perfect rainbow, just waiting for her to spot it. I found it! I found it! I knew I would! Called out Perfecta. She burst into a huge smile and turned to look at Worry Willie, But he had worried so hard, he had turned into a puddle of sweat. Perfecta looked down and saw his tiny face staring back from a rain puddle. And then it disappeared, all together. Chapter 2. Worry Willie felt very watery. Blue felt like heavy slime. He took one last peek at Perfecta as Blue wrapped tightly around him and squeezed him so hard he shot right out of Blue. He landed on a soft, damp patch of earth that felt like it had just been rained on. Worry Willie looked down at Blue, who was very soggy and clutched firmly in his fist. Then he glanced around. He was in very unfamiliar territory on what seemed to be a large island. A small red boat was tied up nearby, and Worry Willie's first thought was to hop in it and sail back to Goop World. He was already worried that he would never find his way back there. He wrung out Blue and laid him in the boat and jumped in after. Then he let the current carry him away in the direction of what he thought was Goop World. He quickly picked up speed and passed tiny houses on the shore that looked like elves lived in them. They were built into the rolling green hills. Worry Willie was enjoying the beautiful countryside of this strange land when he rounded a bend and found himself at the entry to a cave. His boat glided right over and started into the cave and Worry Willy went into a high worry mode as he entered. Caves were dark and mysterious, and he didn't like this idea. What if he couldn't find his way out? He grabbed for Blue and tried to steer his boat away from the cave, but to no avail. As he headed in, he squeezed his eyes tightly shut and clutched Blue. Worry Willie could feel the boat moving through the water, and he could hear the deep echoing sound of water dripping in a cave, but nothing else. The rest was just silence. This made Worry Welly worry even harder. He was waiting for the sound of a bat, but none came. He held his breath and waited in silence. Still, nothing. His heart started to race and his head was spinning. Finally, after what seemed to be a very, very long time, but was in fact only one minute. Worry Willy couldn't stand it any longer and he opened his eyes. He rubbed them a few times as he looked around because he couldn't believe what he was seeing. Everywhere Worry Willy looked, he saw tiny glowing lights. They hung from the cave ceiling and walls. There were thousands of them. The cave was no longer dark and scary. It was a magical world strung with warm, glowing lights. It was just the sort of place that was used to make dreams and wishes. The fairies must be dancing here, Worry Willy said out loud and broke the silence.
1: Fairies, why do fairies get all the credit when we do all the work?
0: Piped up a small, saucy voice. For a moment, Worry Willy stopped
1: worrying and whipped his head around. Who who said that? He called out. I did. And I'm not a fairy. I'm a glow worm. We girls work very hard and we aren't fairies. I think we deserve a little credit for lighting up these caves. My name is Lumi, by the way. That is short for luminescent. Get it? (laughs) (laughs) laughed (laughs) Kumi. Well, well, yes, I do
0: get it, giggled Worry Willy. (laughs) He was so charmed by Lumi that he stopped worrying, and his whole face lit up with a smile.
1: Oh, you're getting a little glow now. I see it, (laughs) laughed Lumi. (laughs) Where
0: am I? asked Worry Willy, ever so politely.
1: Why, you are in the Waitomo Caves of New Zealand. The caves that are lit by me and the rest of the girls,
0: exclaimed Lumi proudly. Oh, this place is magical. I always thought that I would be afraid of caves, but not here, said Worry Willy. Lumi asked Worry Willy why he was there, and he explained everything that had happened and how he had been sucked into a puddle due to his worrying and how he was trying to find his way back to Goop World. Mmm said Lumi. What does that mean? asked Worry Willy as he started to grow concerned.
1: Just mmm. I mean, I can't say anything more,
0: said Lumi, who was known to be a bit of a blabbermouth. You can't just say mmm and not tell me what you mean, said Worry Willy as tiny beads of worry sweat started to form on his forehead. Lumi looked at the beads of sweat and they made her want to worry too.
1: Hmm. I think I said too much already.
0: Sighed Lumi. You have chimed in a little voice in the distance. Worry Willie turned around. Who's that? I'm Nessie,
1: Lumi's friend. Look, I'm just gonna say it. You're in danger. You didn't just land here by accident. You are being summoned by Split Apple Rock. You're a warrior, and that is what Split Apple Rock wants. Real warriors. It will snap you up and you will be gone forever.
0: Chapter 3 Worry Willie's head was spinning now. What are you talking about? he practically screamed. Nessie went on to tell Worry Willy that the split apple rock was a giant boulder on Moonwaker Way on the South Island of New Zealand. The boulder that was once whole had been split in two by warriors. It had been rubbed so many times by warriors that it just split in half hundreds of years ago. The two giant halves of the boulder faced each other, and if a true warrior came along, it would snap them up. Split Apple Rock had a very serious job. He showed worriers that worry never worked. All worry did was make you focus on what you didn't want instead of what you did. Worry Willie listened intently as Nessie spoke. He nodded his head in understanding. Everything she was saying made sense. His mother always told him that worry was a prayer for what you didn't want. But despite all of that, Worry Willy couldn't help himself sometimes. Worrying was in his nature. What happens after the split apple rock snaps up the warriors? Asked Worry Willy somewhat tentatively. Hmm. Well, that is a very good question. And I'm not sure that I know the answer, but I guess you'll find out. Replied Nessie with large buggy eyes. What? Practically screamed Worry Willy as he felt his blood pressure rise with worry. Well, uh, I'm not going to go anywhere near Split Apple Rock, cried Worry Willy. Oh, Willy, can I call you Willy? I figure I may as well drop the worry part. You really don't have a choice. You are being lured to Split Apple Rock right now. How do you think you got here? Every time you have a worrisome thought, you are drawn a little closer to Split Apple Rock, said Nessie. Willie could feel his little boat start to head out of the luminescent glowworm cave and his heart started to race. A silent tear rolled from Willie's eye and Lumi and Nessie looked at him as he glided out of the cave. Don't worry, Willie.
1: If you start to change the way you think, everything
0: could change, called out Lumi hopefully as Willie disappeared through the cave opening. And then he was gone. Worry Willie held on to blue so hard he almost ripped him in two. As his boat sailed away from the glowworm caves and the North Island of New Zealand, Worry Willie was distracted once again by the stunning countryside. He saw the rolling green hills dotted with cows, large mountain ranges in the background, stone bridges that crossed over crystal clear waters, and the tiny houses built into the hills. It was so perfect and lovely that Worry Willie started to calm down. Nothing bad could ever happen in such a magical place. As he settled down, he noticed that his boat slowed down and started to head to shore near a grassy field that was sprinkled with sunshine. Oh, this is just the sort of spot. The Perfecta would declare perfect for a picnic, he thought to himself. Then he thought of Perfecta. Then he remembered how he was out with her searching for a perfect rainbow when he melted into a puddle of sweat. Then he started worrying again, worrying harder than he ever had in his life. He ripped blue in two. His mind started worrying. He started to sweat and his heart beat picked up. Willie closed his eyes as tight as he could and scrunched his whole face. The worry was overtaking him. He could feel himself speeding over the water in the small boat and finally could take it no more. He opened his eyes and saw that he was headed straight into the middle of the split apple rock. Chapter Four Worry Willie had once heard that the highest state of worry was complete panic. Panic that sent your mind into a frenzy and stopped your body from moving. He had never gone quite that far, but suddenly it didn't seem very far away. He didn't want to twist around like a whirling dervish in a state of panic, so he did the only thing he knew to help calm him down. He took 10 deep breaths as slowly and as carefully as he could. One, two, three,
1: four, five, six, seven, eight, nine,
0: When he reached 10, he found that everything had slowed down. His breathing, his heart, his mind, and his boat. The boat had slowed down considerably, but it was still moving towards Split Apple Rock. From a distance, Split Apple Rock was ominous. It was a huge stone boulder and at least a hundred times bigger than Worry Willy. The boat kept moving through the water gliding slowly but surely straight for Split Apple Rock. A strange echoing sound started reverberating throughout the water. It was coming from Split Apple Rock, and as it grew louder, it caused ripples in the water. The ripples started at Split Apple Rock and quickly traveled to Willie's boat. Then they surrounded the boat, causing a small current that pulled it straight over to Split Apple Rock. Willie was so stunned that he remained calm. He held on to Blue and took deep breaths <sighs> as he sailed straight up to Split Apple Rock. Then, without thinking, he asked, why are you called the Split Apple Rock? More reverberations came through the water And Willie heard what he thought sounded like. I look like an apple split in two. Willie burst out laughing. You do, he said. When Willie started to laugh, his worries just disappeared. When Willie wasn't worrying, he was an absolute delight, and his laugh was infectious. Split apple rock, actually began to laugh, and the water all around Willie shook. It shook so hard that a wave appeared and scooped Willie up and landed him right in the middle of Split Apple Rock. Willie kept laughing, and so did Split Apple, until they didn't. When Willie finally stopped, he looked up and realized that he was smack in the middle of Split Apple Rock and about to be snapped up. Where will you take me? When you snap me up, he asked very calmly. Split Apple Rock was taken aback. No one had ever asked him where they were going. He snapped up warriors so quickly they didn't have time. But Willie was different. He was calm and gentle.
1: I think that depends on where
0: you would like to go, asked Split Apple Rock. Home, replied Willie with a smile. Then he leaned back against a sun-warmed half of Split Apple Rock, closed his eyes, and thought of Goop World. Split Apple Rock thought about how calm Willie was. He couldn't even be called Worry Willie anymore. And for the first time ever, Split Apple was happy to have someone rub up against him, someone that wasn't worrying. Split Apple closed shut on Willie with a snap. Willie still had his eyes shut and felt himself surrounded by sunshine. Sunshine that felt like magic. When he opened up his eyes, he was no longer on Split Apple Rock. He was back in Goop World, staring at a perfect rainbow. I'm really magical when I don't worry, he said out loud, just because he realized how wonderful he could be. Then he looked around for Perfecta, but she was nowhere to be found. Perfecta was trapped in Dala Borka Tower in Prague. But that is a tale for another time. Okay, so that was it for this episode of Goop Tales, episode number 57. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, you know what to do. Go to iTunes, please, and leave a review. I love them. I love reading them. I read them all and I listen to them. And you definitely prompt me and inspire me to write more Goop Tales. And if you don't know how to do that, you can just go to gooptales.com forward slash reviews to see a little tutorial on how to leave one on iTunes. You can also go to gooptales.com, the new website, and download a free coloring book. I'm working on another goodie for you that will be coming soon once Tanya is able to do that having just finished this website. And you can also go to shop.gooptails.com and get a t-shirt with your favorite goop on it. So I think that's all I have for you for this episode. Oh, you know what I forgot to say at the very beginning? This is very important. Worry Willy was a name that was created by Emma Emma is a listener of Goop Tales, and she sent in the name of Worry Willie. And she says he carries a little blanket around wherever he goes, and that he's very sweet and respectful. So, Emma, thank you so much for the suggestion of Worry Willie. It completely inspired me to write a brand new Goop Tale. And the next one, of course, is also going to be a Gooptale that was, let's say, that was created, the goop was created by a Gooptales listener. So keep sending in your ideas, get over to the website, send them in, and vote on which goop you want to hear about next. And maybe you can tell me where the goop should go in the world too. So until then, make every day a goop day.